Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Minutes with Mother Goose. This podcast was created in the era of the 2020 virtual learning, where fourth grade students from Miss Guzlan's class share takeaways from the week. The goal for this podcast is to empower students by providing them with the platform to use their voice to make a difference in their world. In today's episode, we will discuss today a reader, tomorrow a leader. I'm Mother Goose, your host and fourth grade teacher at Southside Elementary. Well, we all have that one person in our life that made the greatest impact. And doing today's podcast of Today a Reader, Tomorrow a Leader, I have to think back to Miss Miller. She was my fourth grade teacher who um, absolutely was the most influential person in my life. And I really believe that she is is the person who helped shape me who I am today far as a um, school setting. Um, in fourth grade, we did the read-alouds, and that in particular day, she called on me to read. Well, I had a secret, and I wasn't about ready to uh, let that out. So instead of reading out loud, I jumped up, and I ran out of the room and ran down the hallway crying. Well, she jumped up, this older, probably mid-60-year-old lady ran down the hallway after me, grabbed a hold of me by the time I got to the top of the steps, and I'm bawling and crying, and she just looks at me, and she says, Rebecca, what is wrong with you? Why are you crying? Why have you ran out of my room? This is not like you, and I finally said it. I can't read. Miss Miller, I can't read. I read, and all the little kids in my room are going to know that I can't read now. And the most loving arms and the most, um, she wasn't judgmental at all from that point on. She just loved me and loved who I was, and she helped me, and she believed in me. And I believe with all my heart, her loving arms and her encouragement is what helped me throughout the years of my education experience. I, I later become a, um, an educator. You know, I graduated college, actually graduated college with high honors. And, but it wasn't until I started the teacher education program that I truly learned the strategies of reading because I had a secret. And was, it wasn't until later in life that I had discovered that I actually was I had dyslexia. So today, this um, podcast, Readers Today, Leaders Tomorrow, um, I contribute this to Miss Miller and, um, and what she believed in me. I am a true advocate for reading, reading early with our children and trying to see the signs, identify the signs of struggling readers. So this podcast is dedicated to you, Miss Miller. Today on the podcast, I have a few co-hosts from my fourth grade virtual classroom, Miss Olivia, Miss Emily, Mr. Rylan, and Miss Hannah. They're all going to share with us, the listeners, 
um, a few of their favorite books, maybe some reading strategies, and why it's important they feel to read every day. Hi, I'm Olivia, and my favorite book is um, Swiss the Question Mark Tale because I really like it because it's very, it has a lot of adventures in it and you learn new stuff. That's awesome, Olivia. Um, can you tell me um, why do you think it's important to read? Well, I think it's important to read because you have to read to get better at reading and learning new words. Okay, so you, you, you've learned to read and then you learn new words, but then there comes a time where you read to learn. So tell, tell me why it's important to, um, to read every day. It's important to read every day because it helps you learn new stuff. And if you're in a class, if you're in class and you're, um, and you have a problem with reading and it's, um, and it's a quiz, then if you read that book, if you read the book that the quiz is on, then you can understand the questions. Great. Great. Thank you for coming on today and speaking with us about reading and, and telling us your favorite book. Bye. Bye, Olivia. All right, I'm here today with another co-host in my class, Emily, and she's going to talk about reading. She's actually a really great, she's a great student, but she's going to talk about the process of reading and some things that we've learned in the last few weeks about reading. And um, so, Emily, what's your thoughts? Well, sometimes it is hard to struggle because I, I struggle. And when I do, I always have a method. If I skip a sentence and I read this, one of the sentences that I already read, I always take a bookmark and cover up the sentence so I never, so I never always read the sentence over and over, and I don't lose my place. Okay, good. So you use that strategy of using a bookmark to keep your place. Are you always using your reading voice and thinking voice when you're reading? Yes, I am. Yeah? I do. Is there another voice that sometimes hap that pops out and you're having to bring it back in? Uh, the distracting voice is something that happens a lot when I read. Okay. My brother's always running around the house. Okay, so what do you do when it when you have that distracting voice? Sometimes I can get mad at them and tell them <laughs> to go to a different place and go play somewhere else. Okay. Okay, so, but what do you do? Do you just try to refocus, or what's your strategy? I always like to refocus and go back to looking at the book and ignore it. Okay. The distracting voice. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Okay, Emily, do you have a favorite book that you would like to share with us today? Yes, I do. My favorite book is Happily Whatever After. It's very adventurous. They have a lot, they do a lot of different things. They just moved somewhere new and it's kind of different. And there's this magic mirror that they, it takes them to different like of the stories like uh, the Ferris of the Mall, the Princess on the Pea, and like 
Beauty and the Beast and like Cinderella and a whole bunch of different stories. Awesome. So do you like fantasy stories? Kinda. So, cause I actually, I got one of these books from my teacher and I, I looked them up and it was actually kind of fun to read them. So that got me into fantasy stories. Awesome. What's, can you name a character that was in your favorite book? Uh, Jonah was one of them. Oh, okay. He's the little brother of the sister who moved there. Was he your favorite character? Yeah, he had to because he was a little bit silly and could wake up his sister in the middle of the night. Well, well, thank you so much, Emily, for sharing your favorite book today. You're welcome. All right, we have Rylan with us today. So, Rylan, can you tell us about um, about your experience with reading? What do you like about reading? Why do you think it's important? And maybe you want to share with us your favorite book. Well, first off, my favorite book is a classic. It is called The Cat in the Hat by uh, Dr. Seuss. <clears throat> reading is important because it is required to have a good education. And basically the reason I love reading is because, well, it's just a fun experience. You don't know what you're going to get out of it. Like, there's topics in books, and that just makes it a better experience since you're never going to get something different every time. So, yeah, pretty much the fact that you're probably going to get something new every time unless you're reading a certain series of books, it, it's great. It's really great. Well, that's awesome, Rylan, and thank you for sharing. All right, so we have with us today Miss Candy, the Southside Elementary's librarian. And so go ahead and introduce yourself, Miss Candy. Well, my name is Miss Candy, and I have been here at Southside for 11 years. Oh, my little girl, Samara, she went, she started kindergarten here in Miss Worthman's room, and she did all of her um, schooling here at Southside, and she is a sophomore at the high school now. I have two-year-old twins that um, some of my listeners may remember when Miss Candy left school one day and didn't come back for a while <laughs> because um, I had to stay at home and then I had the babies and they've seen lots of pictures. I'm super excited to um, be on your, your podcast today because I just heard Rylan say something that blew my mind. Yeah, okay. Rylan said, Every time he reads, it's a new experience. And that is exactly why I love reading. That's exactly why I became a librarian. Because every time I pick up a book, it takes me somewhere new. I have never been to Egypt, but I've read some really neat books about Egypt. And I think I know a lot about it because those books just put me there. And I've never been a vampire but I have read some really cool books where the, where the characters were vampires. And now I kind of think, man, I know what they're thinking in their brain. <laughs> it is just super cool how Rylan picked up that books are a new experience every time. I was super excited about that. And then he talked about the cat in the hat. And who doesn't like Dr. Seuss Day? 
Right before we went out of school last year for um, our COVID vacation, we had guest readers in the building for Dr. Seuss Day. I have t-shirts, I have hats to wear. I mean, he just talked about so many great things about reading. Yes, he did. And I think you have something you'd like to share, some great news about um, the library and um, the different activities that's going on. So would you care to share, Ms. Candy? Sure. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is um, the fact that even though that a lot of your listeners are virtual learners, they can still check books out from the library. Awesome. They can go to my Bitmoji page and they can request a book and I can get it ready for them and their parents can pick them, pick it up or in very special occasions. Um, I may even drop it off on their front porch if they can't make it here any other time. Um, we also are offering some fun things for kids. They can check out little um, baggies that have a book and a craft to go with it. So it's kind of like things we do here in the library. And I think that's something they'll enjoy. But something I know your listeners are going to be excited about is the 40 book challenge. Because I am challenging all the students at Southside to read 40 books. Not 40 books that I pick out. Not 40 books that Miss Gooselin picks out, but 40 books that they pick out of any kind. And I'm going to reward them every single time that they read those books. When they get 10 books read, they turn in a log and they get a prize. Wow. When they turn 20 books in, they get a bigger prize. When they turn 30 books in, they get a little bit bigger prize. And when they turn all 40 book logs in, they are going to party like they don't know what's happening. Party like the 4th of July. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. So if they want more information, Ms. Gooselin, all they have to do is go to my Bitmoji page, and they'll see me sitting on the couch there in my Bitmoji page, and there's a little binder right beside me, and they click on that binder, and it's going to tell them everything they need to know about how to get in on the prizes, and better yet, doing just what Ryland said, having a new experience every time they pick up a book. Wow, that sounds like so much fun, Miss Candy. I'm so excited. Yes. And talk about curbside um <laughs> curbside experience <laughs> dropping off the book to your house. Wow. <laughs> Listen, we want them reading. That is so important because their brain grows every time they read. Listen, I have something exciting I'm gonna share with you all, and it's the first thing. Okay. My daughter she messaged an author on Instagram last night, and the author replied to her. Oh, She wow. called me this morning so excited. Isn't that awesome? Yes. I think this is awesome. Yes. And I, I want those kids to be just as excited that they're trying to get in touch with authors. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Miss Candy, for coming and uh, joining our podcast today. We're actually through a Google Meet. We can actually see each other, and we just record. Yeah. I record with my phone. We're not super high tech, but <laughs> it works. That's all right. <laughs> I love seeing all those faces. Rylan, give me a wave. Hannah, give me a wave. Miss Gisela, give me a wave. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Candy. Was great seeing you all. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. I like to read because on my spare time, that's really the only thing I can do because on books, uh, the first part is not that fun to read. 
and then in the middle of the book, you're like, I actually like this book a little bit. And then whenever you finally finish the book, you really like the book. Okay. Well, well, I'm so glad that you came on here today and shared with us your favorite book and what you like about reading. Is there anything that you don't like about reading or that you feel like you might struggle with? Some things I might struggle with is long words. Like some words are really long and I can't pronounce them that good. Okay. So like so it's long words make me struggle okay it do you have you learned any reading strategies to help you with a long word actually yes so i would take the book and cover my finger over the words and then piece them by piece okay. like little chunks right and pronounce them out well good that's awesome strategy well, that's that's great, Hannah, and I'm so glad that you shared that with everyone. and And I'm sure there's some listeners out there that you probably could help. You probably just help them read some long words. So be proud of yourself. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, we were learning how to describe in depth the set, the setting of the story. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Roland, can you tell us how? to um, describe in depth the setting of a story? Hmm. Take facts from said like story and use those facts to find out the setting. Like for an example, if you have a story where someone's like playing an arcade game, use hints from the sentence to find out that it is like an arcade or an entertainment place. No, something like that. Okay. Is there an... Okay, so you, you identified the place. Is there other factors that that come into play when you're identifying in depth the setting? Well, in depth in the setting is a very important thing to do when you're... Well, when there's something you need to do that involves said setting. So I recommend trying to compute most of your knowledge the figuring out said setting and using that to get the question over so just use the hints to get it done with okay so can you give us another example so you said the place like the arcade what about yeah. what about the time the time all right so if it says that it's like a warm and sunny day or a cold or weathery day, you can identify that by the setting. Since, well, most places open depending on the weather. Okay. Therefore, you can just use the time to identify the setting. Okay, so just then you just use the environment, right? Now, can you give, yeah. us, can you give us an example of the time? I couldn't quite hear you. Kind of blurted out. Okay, I'm sorry. What about the time? You know, we just we just listened and read the book "Let the Children March." So, what time in history was that taking place? Hmm. During a time when most families are restricted at going places, since uh, 
of dumb like rules. Okay, so for example, the civil rights movement. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Okay, so the setting can be identified by the time, like when, like time of day. Um, yeah. Period in history, right? Yeah. Okay. History, weather, time, stuff like that can help identify the setting. All right. Well, thank you, Rylan. You're welcome. When I started to develop the topic and the idea for reading today a reader and tomorrow a leader, I instantly thought of Miss Kathy Smith. She is also a mentor of mine and a lifelong friend and former colleague. She teaches in eastern Kentucky in Pike County, and she's agreed to come on today's podcast. Yay! And she's joined us by phone, so the audio is just a little bit different, but that's okay. Um, she's going to give us some tips and especially for parents um, who may have struggling reader or or you or maybe you just have a child who doesn't like to read. So she's going to give us some tips of how to encourage our children how to read more. Um, my name is Kathleen Smith. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. I'm from Pike County. This is my 24th year of teaching. I've been a reading specialist since 2014. I have um, been through, um, I have a master's in reading. And um, I have lots of reading tips for parents and, you know, to teach your kids to read. Um, I've found the most successful way to teach a child to read is to make them love reading. And if they don't love reading and they don't love learning, you have to make reading fun. And if you make reading to the point that kids, um, you pressure them too much or you, you make it... Um, a job that they have to do, then they're not going to be successful readers. Um, I always tell my parents, daily read aloud, talk to your kids about, if you read and they hear you read and they hear that vocabulary, they're going to, uh, you know, eventually love reading. Um, keep a print rich environment. Keep lots of books around the house. Uh, books that they enjoy reading. Make it books of interest. Most of the time I've learned my boys love reading about cars and, and my girls love reading about princesses and you have to make reading fun and make it their interest. If it's not their interest, they're not going to, no, I'm going to love reading. Uh, we undervalue the impact of reading to our kids and I think that's a big misconception. We undervalue that, that kids grow when they read. When, when you read to them and you make it sound fun, they love, they, they love reading. Encourage students to I always say encourage you can you can read around the house and teach things like uh, challenge kids to find things in the house that begin with a specific sound. Uh, stretch out words and, and make them sound them out rather than just tell them the word when they come up on the word they don't know. Give them the, the sound. And it is so important that kids learn phonics and, and phonemic awareness and sounds when they when they start reading and then therefore they can start picking up words. And the most important thing I always tell my parents and my kids is that read every day. Make reading fun, but read every day. And, and you become um, familiar with vocabulary, and then you will start inventing. Well, I'd like to say thank you, Miss Smith, for investing all those years in teaching. You were actually uh, my daughter's teacher, and you were my son's reading teacher. And you were actually my teacher. I did my student teaching in second grade, and you actually taught me 
how to teach children how to read. And I love you, and I thank you so much for um, for what you do. Well, thank you. Thank you for asking me. I hope you have a good day, and thank you so much for taking a few minutes of this busy Friday afternoon to speak with us. All right. Thank you. Our last guest for today's podcast is Miss Erin Heim. She is a reading teacher here at Southside, and we're so excited that she agreed to come on today's podcast. So, Miss Heim, would you like to share a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, I'm originally from Ohio. Um, I've been a classroom teacher. I have taught English as a second language. Um And I have a minor in reading, and then I went back later as an adult and got my master's in reading and writing because it's always been my passion, and that's just where I feel like I um, can bring out the most in my kids because it's just my passion. So I, I think when you have a passion, you tend to be better at that particular thing, right? So, um so that's, that's what I do here at Southside. I help all kids, but um, mostly I work with kindergarten through third grade. And um, I just love when a child, like the light bulb clip clicks for them. And I know that that kid can do anything in their life they want to because they can read. Abs- so. Absolutely. And I loved what you said about your passion. You have passion for reading. And I think the earlier that you discover your passion, then you also discovered your purpose. And so thank you for your calling. And we talked about that the other day, and it's so true, you know, and and sometimes it's hard. And sometimes you wonder, but I know that that's always been mine. And, and And the pleasure I get from seeing, like, kids finally get it and take off it's like a feeling you can't really explain because you know in your heart that you did something good for somebody and their whole life is going to be okay because of it so absolutely yes well I've I've shared this with you um reading has not always been my strongest area a subject in school and I've shared with you you know I had dyslexia and I really didn't learn that until later in life I had a complex about myself obviously you know children usually do if you know reading is such a huge part of their education so to students you know today that may be listening to the podcast or later or parents what are some strategies that you would recommend in reading and I mean just not just someone with dyslexia or another reading disorder but just in general in general I would say you know especially parents with students who do struggle it's not just you know when they have bring a book home from school it's okay for for them to read some of it with them take some of that work out of there for them and let them truly enjoy. They're still learning. They're still reading with you. It might look a little different, but that's okay. Find something that you like to read about. Sometimes, you know, that is what we need to drive and get us to where we need to be. You know, like um, some kids enjoy comic books. Some kids enjoy chapter books. Some kids enjoy short, you know, um, 
just little stories. Some kids enjoy rhyming books. Find something that they enjoy and kind of talk about different things within that book itself. You might talk about characters. You might talk about matching the pictures with the words, you know, the beginning of the word that you're looking at. Um, You know, just trying to be as interactive and take out the work that prevents them from enjoying the text. Because when it gets hard and they shut down, they want to give up. Right. But if we can just get them to enjoy it and find something they like and make them feel good about it, they start to believe it themselves that they can do it. Right. And in teaching in a classroom, it's like sometimes you spend a whole day on pre-reading activities. You know, they're at the beginning. That way, when you're actually reading the story, you can make those connections. Right. And, you know, looking at the pictures before you read and thinking about what's going on, what's changing here? What do I see that's new in the picture that maybe I didn't see the last time I I took, you know, in the picture before? It's changed and kind of just connecting it to maybe um, some kind of experience you've had in your life. You know, Um, if you've been to a certain place at the beach, obviously you're going to know a lot about that story if you're reading about the beach. And so making those personal connections and um but definitely finding things that interest you and you want to read about too i think is helpful right well i really appreciate you coming on here miss heim and thank you again for making me feel so welcome at Southside. i'm new here and i think the the very first try i have to tell this story the very first one the trainings i had i i don't think i had met you and someone had given me a text me an address. I thought I was going to Jimmy John's. Well, I pull in a in a subdivision. I said, "Girls, where am I at?" And all of a sudden, I walk in, and I was at your house, and you were just so nice. So, thank you so much. Mi casa is su casa. That means my house is your house. Um, you know, we're all in this together, and we have to learn from one another. I learn things from kids all the time. When I'm reading with them, sometimes I learn something about a story that I never even knew because they show me something new. So that's what it's all about, right? That's right. Well, thank you, and I hope you have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Well, that's about all the time we have today. Thanks again for tuning in to Minutes with Mother Goose with today's episode, Today a Reader, Tomorrow a Leader. Until next time, we'll end with our class motto and from hearing from our students, always first. I'm kind. I am smart. I can use my voice to make a difference in my world.